and welcome to the premiere episode of Stephen and Corey featuring Get It Together Together. I'm Stephen. And I'm Corey. Awesome, awesome. We've got an exciting show for you guys, our premiere show. Yeah, let's talk about why we're doing this show. Absolutely. Okay? So a little bit about us. We've been married 40 years. We've known each other for 42 years. years. Yeah. Bravo for us, fist bump. Yes, okay. yes, yes. And, uh, you know, we like each other. Okay, so that's number one in a marriage. Sometimes I don't like her, actually. <laughs> yeah, I always like him because he's perfect. Oh, right. Right? Okay, yeah, he's perfect. Anyway. I am, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so because we've been married 40 years and known each other 42, we've also been in ministry for 30 years. We worked with married young marrieds. We worked with senior marrieds. We call it second season marrieds, meaning we're in our second season. Yeah, we're actually empty nesters. Yay! We're, yeah. We made it, people. <laughs> we made it. And also, we worked with young adults yeah. who were looking to get married. Yeah, so absolutely. This get it together up here, together with each other, is about preparing yourself for marriage, or either when you're in marriage, right. you want to have a cohesive relationship. Yeah, because getting it together actually starts with you, you know, getting yourself yes, together absolutely. first. Because if you can't get yourself together, how are you going to be able to get together with someone else, meaning your spouse? Right. And right? so, and, and in doing that, guess what? If you have children, they're watching you. We have two children with two adult children. Two adult like children. Said, we're empty nesters, and they like us. Yeah. So if you can accomplish that, Whoa, bravo to you. Yeah, we raised those kids. They have finally flown out of the nest, and they're staying out. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes... It's been out for almost 20 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry, almost 10 years? 10? She's been out for a while. <laughs> the other one's been out for a couple of years now, and, you know, they love coming. Yeah. This is also about the marriage relationship that your children see, because a lot of times they duplicate you. So you want to make sure you're in line with each other so that you can set up another generation of being in line. Exactly. And you know, during this uh, podcast, we're going to we're going to hit a lot of different areas. You know, um, there's so many things out there that people are seeing. And a lot of times in this type of a scenario, you have, you know, just the female talking and you get their perspective. Or you just have the male talking and you get their perspective. Rarely do you have both. Yeah, I don't understand that. If you're going to sit there and talk to couples, shouldn't you be a couple? Yeah, I, right. I don't get that. So we're going to be talking about your marriage relationship through your career, yeah. uh, through our careers, my career. Do you guys know what a S-A-H is? That's a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> so that was my career. And in between, you know, I get little jobs here and there just to make some extra dough for me. Um, I play money. And it was fun. I can tell you stay-at-home moms. If you don't understand that you have a career and you're sitting at home going, I don't know what else yeah. I could do. I'm just raising kids. Raising a yeah. life is huge. We actually made a decision early on in our marriage that, you know, once we started having kids that, you know, you would be yeah. a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, as soon as we made yeah. that decision and I was pregnant, I was like, okay, I can quit. <laughs> I, like, I need to prepare for the yeah. baby. You know? right. so, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I loved a career, but I loved raising children as our career. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about our our relationship as well as how you go through a relationship in your careers, mastering your career and mastering your relationship. Yeah, essentially, you know, it's interesting because essentially you seem to get one shot. Basically, you know, you got a one shot, build a marriage, mm -hmm. uh, build a family, build your career yeah. and relationship, yeah. that kind of thing. And we have been through numerous uh, moves. Yeah. Moves. Yeah. Yeah. Numerous transitions and trends. Because I was climbing the corporate ladder and changing jobs, changing companies. And that affects a marriage big time if Huge. you allow it to affect it yeah. negatively or you can look at it as a positive uh also traveling international as much as he did 
sometimes he wasn't home for like a month. Yeah. And then I have to take that mantle off of being, you know, the lead in the household and hand it back to him when he's been gone. That can be a struggle in a marriage also. Absolutely. So we're going to be cu- discussing that and we're going to be discussing things we wish we knew when we were finally married. <laughs> so, you know, we want you to contribute to that too. This is a transparent area it's for everyone to contribute. We are going to be able to take your questions. Uh, so we have several questions already yeah, from yes, uh, focus groups our, that we've this done. This is our question box. Yeah, this is our magic we box. We the magic question box. <laughs> it's going to be live. Yeah. And one thing we are going to be is real raw. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going to put it out there. You know, a lot of times these kind of things, people want to tend to be a little bit what we call PC, politically correct. And there may be a lot of things that we are politically correct on, but there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to let you have it. And we're going to give you our personal experiences. And we also are going to be able to give you other, uh, you know, pieces of information. We have an exciting time topic that we're actually going to get into um, during this podcast. It's uh, what we're calling the silent pandemic, the silent pandemic, right? And when when you're getting it together together, everything you discuss has to be transparent, has to be real. And this silent pandemic is a real thing that's happening. We're not telling you what it is yet because we want to just let you understand that where we're coming from, where who we are as Stephen and Corey. Uh, And why we had a desire people had told us you should put on a show you should do a podcast you should well like, really let I me mean, what are we saying no you have great information and you have the experience and you've worked with other people in ministry and outside of ministry we have a life coaching business we're like okay we're gonna do this but if we're gonna do this we're gonna do this well and there's a lot of things going on you know in marriage if you want to be totally transparent about these things which we said we're going to be yeah. and one of the things that typically comes up that I have found, uh, you know, being married is like, why is it that this person that you love more than anyone, this is the one person that can make you more angry than anyone else. You know, this woman, I do. right? I do. This I woman has yeah. made me more angry yeah. than like, it's, it's incredible. Now I'll tell you when you get that kind of upset and angry, what you need to do guys, I'm just talking from my perspective, walk away. Yeah. Clear your head, but right? why do? Why would you get angry? Because you care about the person. If you know, if he didn't care about me, you go. I don't care what she does. I mean, you said I'm going to get on my nerves. <laughs> right. Thing with him, you know, I say he's perfect, but he's really not, and he does get on my nerves. But that's part of the growth, right? That's the elastic in the band that you got to snap back, and you got to be able to handle it. So we're going to be also covering nuts and bolts on how to do that. We're going to be covering strategies and things that we've been through ourselves and things that we've coached other people on. So we're looking at our little notes here. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we talk, We have here that, you know, sometimes you just need to talk. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you just need to ask the questions. Yeah. So as relationship gurus, which we're known to be relationship gurus, <laughs> uh, we love to hear people discuss things and open up. Because the more you talk, as long as you're talking from your heart and the depth, the deeper you go, you find the root of the cause. Right. So um, we're going to be getting into some silent pandemic uh, root causes of the silent pandemic. Right. Do you want to go ahead and tell them about that? So the silent pandemic, getting back to that, which is our, our topic on this episode, the silent pandemic, what is it? What is it? What is it, honey? Sexless marriages. Oh, my. Sexless marriages. Sexless marriages? Yeah. you got to be kidding me. Yeah, no. And as what? I said, you got to, what, what do you do to the sheets? Yeah. You got to burn up the sheets. Folks, what we're seeing, and you know, we got data to support this. Yeah. You guys, okay, are not 
burning up the sheets. Yeah. These sheets are getting cold. That's right. You got to heat the sheets. And I'll tell you what, just because you're in lockdown doesn't mean you're in lockdown your sexuality, you know? Absolutely. Because you're in lockdown. Y'all need to be getting it on. Yeah. Y'all need to be getting it on. And by the way, if you are currently involved in some semblance of a sexless marriage, it's never going to get right until you get the personal responsibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And understand that if your marriage has gone cold, at least in the bedroom, it's your fault. Yeah. And some people go, well, how did that, where did we get there? How did we get to yeah. a sexless marriage? Yeah. Yes, the pandemic happened. So in the course of the pandemic, what happened in your relationship? Maybe you spent too much time together, you know? Maybe you got on each other's nerves because you were stuck in a house. Or maybe you're just not attracted to each other anymore from a sexual point of view. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you something. Some of you guys, you, maybe you have gotten a beer belly or you've got a, a food belly, some kind yeah, of whatever. I'll tell you. Yeah. And there was one point in our marriage where our- No, we can't say that. You can't tell them that, but when go ahead. There was one point in our marriage <laughs> when our girls were on the beach, we were all on the beach, and one of our daughters came and said- Man boobs. You have boobs. Man boobs. boobs. He was like, that's never going to happen. No, no. Like, literally, I'm, yeah, you know? Yeah. But it, it's a reality. Women, you get the belly, and you're like, yeah. well, I had babies, so I, can, I deserve a belly. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. You know, eat right. You yeah, know, exactly. And find out these are all little things that accumulate. When you're home together all the time, not only can, do you see all the little quirks because you're not out there socializing and getting stepping back, when you see the little quirks, it becomes more irritating and more irritating. And when you get irritated, usually you need a tune-up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let him tell you what a tune-up is because I needed tune-ups in our yes, marriage. Exactly. There's many times in our marriage where she's just cranky, just cranky. I'm like, you know what? You just need a tune-up. And we get in there and, you know, we do the right thing. <laughs> what happens next, people? Hit, yeah. hit it hard. Yeah. Yeah, she comes back all lovey-dovey. Oh, honey, baby, what's going on? But I need It's true. Men, you need a tune-up, too. Sometimes yeah. you're just cranky and yeah. you just, you just get calloused over. And it's like, you know, wives, yeah. just turn it on. Say, baby, yeah. come here. Come here. Let me take care. Yeah. Me out, you know? And before you know it, he's just like, oh, I'm feeling like jello. Yeah. You know, so... They need it. They need yeah. it. So there's a there's a phrase that we use a lot called making love. Yeah. I don't agree with that, actually, by the way. And let me tell you. I think it should be called making pleasure, right? But let me tell you what making love is. Hold my hand. Yes. This is making love. Yeah. You can sit on the couch and just hold hands. It's making a form of love. Now, yeah. if yeah. you do it naked, even better. But, you know, <laughs> you can sit on the couch and just hold hands. You can yeah. you can just be together, and that's making an element of love that's in good. a relationship. Now, making pleasure, Yeah. That includes the body and if you don't think by the way uh many things we say are coming in, in, in some cases will come from maybe a rooted and grounded in judeo-christian philosophy but the point is is that we want to talk about one thing and that is if you don't think that our creator wanted us to have yeah. pleasure then why you know the female by the way has an organ in her body that serves really no other purpose but to give her pleasure, pleasure. And you guys know what zone. that is. You better find your husband's pleasure zone. Yeah. Sometimes Listen. you don't know. You don't know until you talk about it. And if you're in a sexist marriage because of the pandemic, this is the time to stir it up. This yes. is the time to get funky and fun. And this is the time to, you know, just shake up the relationship. Right. I will tell you this, that, again, communication, having a conversation saying, you know what? I just don't feel like it. Why don't you feel like having sex? Because, you know, I'm just tired. Well, Get, get past the time, take yeah. a nap, go for a walk, whatever it is. But you have to, sometimes you yeah. have to schedule your relationship, your sexual pleasure. Right. If, if you're going into it as pleasure, it's so much more exciting as opposed to yeah, do you right. make love, do you want to have sex? Yeah, no, come on. You know, 
But if it's like sometimes you need to be impromptu. Yeah, you need to be impromptu about. Do you want to just play around, you know, and see where this goes? Yeah, <laughs> you could fall asleep, but at least you had fun trying. You know, yeah. that's that's the fun of it. So um, there are times in your marriage where you are going to have to do a job. Yeah. Do you know what a job is when you're married and you're causing sexual pleasure or you're developing sexual pleasure? That could be a hand job. That could be your mouth. That could be a blow job. You're going to have to work. Yeah. Okay. You're just going to have to work. A job yeah. is a job. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. Well, if your partner likes it, you may have to learn to like it, or you may okay. have to figure out why your partner likes it. Right. And I will tell you this, there are many times you women out there, you don't want to get hair in your teeth. <laughs> right? You're just like, I don't want you know, Just get your floss, put it on the side of the bed and go to work, you know, because it is a yeah. pleasure for your spouse. Right. It could be the man who's that's doing called it. Oral. That's called oral. oral okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, and that's a good thing because again, the the scripture says the marriage bed is undefiled. undefiled. Yeah. You two are in there together. It didn't say bring an animal. It didn't say bring another partner. It said the two of you. Right. It's undefiled. You're, you're, if, as long as you're not hurting each other, this is the time to do uh, ex experiment and have fun. I will also go back to if you're newly married and you went through the sexless, if you're through the silent pandemic and you went through a sexless marriage, that's a question. You're newly married. You guys should be bumping and grinding like all the time. I will tell you, when Steve and I were newly married, our, we were late for everything. She's I mean, giving away our secrets. Oh my gosh, we had sex all the time. It's like, you ready? Oh yeah. I mean, you get in the. Sometimes we didn't even make it into the house, you know. But I'm like, what I'm just saying. I can tell you this: we would go to church. We were late for church every Sunday. Yeah. And we were in a smaller That's church because she was attacking me. I was horny, and so I wasn't attacking. When does that stop? Why does that stop? So, so then our pastor because it was a smaller church he'd see us walking in and he'd go oh there's Stephen and Corey they're late again he didn't even say they're late again because everybody knew we were newlyweds and you know what I did I was like betcha betcha bottom dollar we're late and we're gonna be late again yeah you know? exactly it's enjoyable and I will tell you this a lot of times older couples when they see a young couple that's in love and they're late for things they just smile because they can remember that so it's a good thing it's a good thing to be late for sex but you know it's interesting it's, it's interesting that we, it's, it's it's so interesting how you go from being red hot like that yeah. to just stone cold yeah i was talking to a friend of mine recently and telling him a little bit about this podcast we're going to be doing and he was like steven you're right i mean that's I'm right there in my marriage. It's like, and we started talking about, you know, what causes that. And he says, and he literally said to me, Stephen, but it's just too much work to be romantic. But I got to tell you guys, you know, I think that is one of the things that, you know, our wives, uh, you know, they, they desire is that, that romance. And no, no one's to say it has to be always right, right. that, that kind of situation, but Go ahead. yeah. So <laughs> my, my point is, is that every now and then, you just need to do it. You don't have to be all the, you know, pomp and circumstance, but you have to realize that you got to do it because it's important. Absolutely. And I will say this also, that when you're in that mode of, oh, no, 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 try an oldie but goodie. Yeah. Whatever it was that you guys did at the beginning, say, you know, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah. We need to try that again. Yeah. Or, you know, create new, new ideas and new thoughts about what is it that we can do. Now, here's one thing. If you are a virgin and you get married, like you've never had sex before and you yeah. marry a partner who has, okay, that partner should be like a coach and a trainer to you. Right, this right. is what we're gonna do. Honey, let me turn you on. Let me do yeah. I don't know if it's male or female, but that partner has a responsibility to, to please you and right. teach you how to be pleased and please them. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't know. I remember the first time that she had the so called the big O, she oh didn't know gosh. what happened to her. I was like, what is that? 
He's like, that's an orgasm. I said, no, it's not. I've never experienced anything like that again before. And I was like, Doug, another one. Let's do it around you, around three. Oh my gosh, you can keep having it. That was like phenomenal. Yeah, so, it's not and, fair. The ladies get to have multiple. I know we're multiple. You know, God really looked on us. Yeah, right. Pleasure zone, and we get to have multiple orgasms. Hey, you know yeah. we are special. So again, if you if you have the experience and your partner doesn't. It's up to you to help them with the experience, you yeah, know? Yeah. And if you both come from uh, previous relationships, don't bring that relationship into your bed. Yeah, okay? exactly. You may have done some things with somebody else before and you liked it. That's okay because you have your, it's not okay because you're not bringing the person <laughs> in, but you have your partner now and you're like, you know what? I really like this. I felt like this before and I really like this. I like the way I feel and I think you're going to like this also. That's that's kind of like a little bonus track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But don't but, bring but, the other person into your relationship. But what if you had premarital sex and, 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 and maybe you met with someone who was a little bit better than your spouse? Well, in that case, you know, you, you're going to have to deal with that because you've allowed yourself. If you're going to have premarital sex, just understand you're bringing every experience with you. And when you get married, you have all of that experience. Now, if, you're, if your spouse can't equal that, that's on you because you put yourself there. Or guess what? You could be a coach and trainer and say, hey, I'm going to whip you into shape because I know what this is going to feel like for you and for me. So I would yeah. say that, yeah. So I've got some stats, a few stats for you here that I'm going to read to you real quick. Um, so according to a survey conducted by Kinsey Institute at Indiana University, 38% of people reported a decrease in their sexual frequency during the pandemic. Yeah. That's a pretty interesting, compelling stat, yeah. 38%. And again, it's about getting yourself prepared. You may have to get in the mood. You may have to have a glass of wine. You may have to put on essential oils. You may have to oh, yeah. put each other down with the oils. You know? Now that would you be interesting. Music on, do some dancing. Exactly. I mean, Set the mood, people. Yeah, relax your mind, especially if you're stressed. And you're like, okay, I'm going to this. And, and guys, bring some flowers from time to time. It just doesn't have to be Valentine's yes, Day. Those flowers, lay them across her body. Yeah. You know, so you just have to be creative. Get the whipped cream out. Get the whipped cream out. <laughs> Get some chocolate chip. No, chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. <laughs> anyway, you know, but um, seriously, yeah. you create the environment that you expect to walk into. And again, if you say, well, I'm too tired, you got to get past that. you got to work through that Yeah. because this is not a chore. This is a pleasure. Sure. It's a pleasure. And once you get past, remember, make pleasure remember instead said, of making love, make pleasure. You said I was cankerous and, you know, and yeah, tune up no, she them. was cantankerous. Yeah. Cantankerous. Yes. Yes. You right. Think, sometimes you need to tune up and you don't know it. You both exactly. need to tune up. It's like, okay, we're the only mechanics in here. So we're going to have to tune each other up. Yeah. Right. Right. So here's another one. So a survey conducted by the sex toy company Lilo found that 64% of couples um, recorded a uh, decrease in frequency during the pandemic, 64%. Now, this is a sex toy company. Yeah. They do these things because they want to know what kind of little trinkets you guys need to... Uh... Let me tell you something. If you need a sex toy, that's fine. Just make sure I had... Uh, well, we're going into our experience, but it's okay. I, I, wanted, I do want to tell you guys, we had a pastor's wife seminar. So the pastor's wife did a seminar for a women's seminar. And she mentioned, she said something so profound that we really, I really enjoyed. And our daughters, or my daughter went with me. Right. And uh, she said, I will never buy, I will never use anything to replace my husband. So if you have a sex toy, that's fine. But don't have it replace your husband because you could be going at it all day and he comes home and you're like, I'm finished, I'm good, I'm taking a nap. And he's like, whoa, what happened? You don't want to replace your spouse However, if you bring that toy into your sexual pleasure lifestyle with your husband, he may enjoy it too. 
Yeah. So again, a toy is not a bad thing. It's just, it's not a replacement. You never want to replace your spouse because you don't want to, I, I please myself. I'm good. That's not, that's not a relationship. That's a, as a matter of fact, that's an insult to your spouse. When you're sitting there going, I can please myself. I don't need you. Well, then you have no, no, uh, sexual love or no sexual ex experience yeah. with the other person because you're experiencing it all by yourself. Right. You know, and sometimes too, uh, you know, there's situations in marriages a lot of times and Unfortunately, this is something that I think females learn along the way, but there's a lot of women that we would call weaponize their sexuality, meaning that maybe their husband made them upset, they got mad about something, you know, and you both get into bed and it's like things are ice cold. It's like you go to your side, he goes to his side, neither the feet should even touch, you know? And, and so that's, that's something that doesn't, you know, you can't, it doesn't fix itself. You guys have to work on that to fix that. You have more stats for us? I do. I, I like this one. I mean, it's sad, but it's interesting. <laughs> Globally, according to sexual medicine, 41.3% uh -huh. of married couples surveyed in Kenya reported that they were sexually dissatisfied during the pandemic, whereas 26.6% reported that they were dissatisfied even prior to the pandemic. So 26.6% before the pandemic, prior to the pandemic, and 41.3. It's a big number. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. So this was a, re a survey in Kenya, but just think about worldwide what this pandemic has done right. to relationships. Exactly. Serious stuff. Also, according to the Center for Intimate Relationships, did you know there was a Center for Intimate Relationships? <laughs> there is a Center for Intimate Relationships. There was a significant increase in requests for couples counseling, specifically regarding sexual concerns such as being in a long distance relationship and not having access to the partner. That was huge in the pandemic, right? Yeah. Afraid to get physically close when one partner works in a public setting. I mean, the mask and I don't want to, you know, I, I don't know. I don't cough, don't sneeze. I don't know if what you're going <laughs> to give me, you know, uh, that's when you just don't worry about the mouth, go everywhere else on the body. Yeah. <laughs> no, Amen to that. <laughs> no private time at home because kids yeah. are always present. Yeah. Uh, we all love our kids, but you guys need to get away. You know yeah, what exactly. I would say? Go in a closet, you know? Yeah. Go in the bathroom. <laughs> Mommy and dad are in the bathroom. Do a mile high club in your house. You know, yeah. <laughs> in the bathroom, you know? And then no boundaries between work and home because work now happens at home. We talked about that before. Yeah. Being sucked into the black hole of social media for hours on end. Imagine that. People want to scroll through social media they're versus being intimate. Yeah. They're yeah. laying in bed next to each other and they're not having sex, but yet they're awake and they're watching TV on their phone or they're going into social media and looking at Facebook posts of, of other people having a good time and they could be like having a good time. It's crazy, but it, it's, it's a reality. I say it's crazy, but it is a reality. And we promised to be a little bit raw. So I'm going to transition here a little bit and give you a little bit of where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't be married for 40 years and not go through dry spells yourself. Do you you know, know when dry spell is dry spell is sexless marriage. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you, you and somebody probably listening to this podcast. Well, what about you guys? Well, you know what? Yes, we have had those yes. moments and those times where there was no sex, yeah. primarily because she kept telling me, no, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I will say this, when you go through menopause and andropause, which is andropause is menopause for men, you go through emotional changes, your body changes. Again, you're not, you don't feel attractive. Guys, she doesn't feel even attracted to herself, yes. let alone feeling attracted to you. So, so she's clamping down. So even if you see her not looking as attractive as she used to find something because women are more sensitive to that. Men, 
I'm not saying you're not sensitive because men are sensitive to the way they look also. Yeah. But you have to compliment each other for where you're at. And that time frame that we, and I'm going to tell you, it comes in spurts. There's dry seasons. It's not like, oh, for two years we went through a dry season. It was just so hard. We have been married 40 years, people. You know, <laughs> this is going, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a roller coaster. It's a heartbeat. It's a heartbeat. Yeah, it's life, real life. And so you're going to have ups and downs. Just know that when you're in a dry season, you got to work through it. And you yeah. got to figure out how to work through it. So exactly. some of the things that we did to work through it was we played games, yeah. you know, we went dancing, we uh, would s sit back and we'd have a glass of wine together. Yes. And put on some romantic music, some romantic mu music. Yeah. Some people, we didn't do this, but some people, you know what? They like sexual movies. And I'm going to tell you something. If you have an addiction or you have, a I think you call that pornography or you call it uh, like what's 50 shades of gray. Yeah. That's like yeah. unrated, but it's like soft porn. Yeah. Uh, and if you have addictive personality and you get addicted to anything, I would highly not recommend porn or soft porns like the Fifty Shades of Grey that's in the movie theaters. I didn't see it because I have him. He's my Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, truly don't. I would not bring that into the mirror. Yeah, if you have an addictive behavior, that's yeah. probably not a good thing. So, We're not suggesting you that it's wrong. We're just saying, you know, yeah, you guys got to do it. Watch what you watch, what you take in, because here's the other thing. Those are actors. Yeah. You're not, nobody feels the way they feel even when they're in the process of whether it's pornography or a, a movie that's in the movie theaters, they're all acting. Yeah. So you're going to yeah. expect that from your spouse and you're going to go, I didn't feel that way. They didn't either. They're getting paid. Some <laughs> might not be getting paid. I don't know, but don't put your uh, perspective or your expectations in porn. That's right. In your house, that's right. In your marriage, because it's just not real. It's that's just right. not real. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. So um, now I got to tell you, we, we actually have uh, some questions that have come in uh, and uh, we want to um, let you know that this whole uh, podcast is, is we want to co-create a community uh, for open discussion, frank questions. Uh, we want you guys to be able to click down below if you're getting some value from this and also in your comments, any questions that you might have that you can send. We do have, this is a trusty box here. We've got some questions that have come in from our focus groups as we were preparing to launch this. And so uh, we will get into some of that and address some of those questions that you have uh, some some things that you've asked us. So okay, so we're opening up the question. So we're opening box. up the question box. Shake it up, shake it up a little bit there. <laughs> like your marriage, shake it up. Okay. Now again, okay. these are these are questions that have come in, and we're just going to pull these things at random. What? Yeah, go ahead and pull okay. one. Okay. Okay. All right. Is floor foreplay really important? I'm always ready to go, and my wife says I rush too much. I rush too much. Uh, yeah, foreplay is important. It is. Men and women. Everybody. That's too much work, isn't it, guys? <laughs> everybody. And uh, granted, it, it is work. always be necessary. I mean, there have been times in our marriage we're pulling the car over. We're like, let's just do it in the car. <laughs> you know, we're writing. I mean, I, you know, we heard a song or we just finished. Like, we, we love listening. I love it when she gets fired up and, like that, yeah. folks. I'm like, watch our balconies. We, We've been it everywhere. needs to be every day, right, guys? Every however, day. However, foreplay. Well, let me say this. I will give you an ex example. We went away to a spa, okay? And we had our massage, couples massages and everything. And it was a great experience. And it wasn't anything about romance. It was just fun. Yeah. And then we went to dinner. We had wine, quite a few glasses of wine. <laughs> and we're walking up to our room. We're, we're like, let's take the stairs instead of the elevator. Do you know? 
right there on the staircase. I'm like, hey, ain't nobody around, you know? And then when we got to the room, we're on the balcony. I'm like, this is a beautiful view. And before I knew it, I was like, oh, that's a new too. You know, so I'm telling you, just let yeah. yourselves. Make, make some stories. Yeah, make some stories. But let yourselves get loose enough yeah. to yeah. have the four, the foreplay yeah. might not be um, on your bodies. It could be in the conversation. Yeah. Have, have, there's a book called Communication, Sex, and Money. Yeah, by Edwin Lewis Cole. We it's highly recommend that. Wonderful book. And we used it in ministry many times. Communication, sex, and money. We're the going to be three that. things that impact almost every marriage out there. Yeah. So the communication and the sex, talk about it. You could be sitting there having conversation that is sexual. That yeah, is we need to hurry up and get off this podcast. She's getting me fired up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whoa. So, but, you know, have a communication and have sexual conversations. Have sexy. Like, That's a really uh, good point. Texting each other when you're yeah. at work, you know, texting each other with a uh, romantic uh, innuendos and things. So make, sh make sure the romance and the foreplay. Yeah, I just pulled another one. This day. one's interesting. Go ahead. I just pulled another one, folks. Here's one that came in. Is it wrong to bring sex toys into our marriage? We just discussed Hold that. on, let me read that one again. Is it wrong to bring sex toys into our marriage? If you're listening to this, would you answer that question down in the comments? Would you give us your answer to that? Because here's no. ours. The answer is no. N okay. O. So we already covered that. So we're going to move on to the next one. Okay. Oh, here's one. He wants sex on days I don't want. I don't. And I want sex on days she. He wants sex on days I don't. And I want sex on days he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Okay. So that's called serving your partner. You know, Amen. You just have to. In the end, when you serve your partner, you get the results that you want to. Okay. So again, when we went through the dry spells, there were times where Steve was like, you know, let's just do this. And before we're finished, he's like, oh, I feel good too. And I was like, I feel better. So yeah, you guys have to make it happen. Yeah. It, you know, you need to be having sex. Guys. This is not a movie that it just happens. This is real life. You yeah. have to develop that. And yeah. you have to develop the habit. Even if you have to schedule it. And then you say, okay, you know what? We've got to stir heat up the sheets if you're not having sex to where you're drenched with perspiration you're not making it happen <laughs> on occasion i mean yeah, not I'm every like, single time is like that but you need to have some times when you guys are just really absolutely worn out yeah. or at least heat up the sheets heat up the here's sheets. another thing with your sheets okay let me just say this <laughs> the middle of your sheets should be worn out from so much sex okay if you are not buying new sheets every year that means you're not having enough sex. I mean, literally, you should have a, the, the middle of your sheets. Amen to that. The middle of your sheets should be worn out. And I mean, you could have a bunch of different sheets. Just just work on them. You know, yeah. just, I could say that on your sofa too. But yeah, you know, we have leather sofas. So, you know. so here's the question for you. If you're out there and you're listening to this, why have you allowed your marriage to become a sexless marriage? Think about that for a second. Because just so you know, that is actually abnormal it should not be that way it was never designed to be that way he's gonna like this one in the beginning my woman used to wear lingerie to bed now she just wears sweats all the time how can i bring the spice back into our bedroom okay i'm guilty of that okay i always wore pretty lingerie silky things and then i went into t-shirts but they were his t-shirts so i'm like isn't it don't i look like you know you know those actresses you know, movies where they're just wearing their boyfriend's t-shirt? He's like, no, no. Yeah, you look like you're in my old t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. 
So should I think a gift certificate to maybe Victoria's Secret might be something, or, or something, to yeah. Frederick's, or maybe you buy that Frederick's it's catalog. Frederick's even, I don't even. Are they still around? I don't even know. Well, but, whatever lingerie requires cachet, yeah. cachets, women. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. There's. You guys can figure it out online because yeah. this is international. Start buying your your stuff, and this could go the other way. And yeah, Start exactly. So, so he used to wear silk boxers. Yeah, I was going to say exactly. I was going to say that, guys, you need to, you know, boxes, yeah. why don't you start wearing something sexy as well? So, right, it's both both ways. Both and ways. By the way, also take care of your body. Oh my gosh! Take care, you know, shave or wax or whatever needs to be hair that needs to be removed that gets. In they the call way. it manscaping, manscaping and womanscaping. Yes, landscaping your <laughs> your body parts because. Yeah. Nobody wants to get caught up in hair. Okay, yeah. let's just yeah. put it. Out. Let's just put it out there. Yeah, so, and, and be clean. I mean, one of the things, the personal hygiene. You know, some guys they they don't want to take a shower. Come on, man, you need to take a shower before. Take a shower after. Oh, we already answered that one. Yeah. Isn't okay. It? Do I have more? What, what else? Um, let's here, go. Here, here. Okay, I'll read this one. <laughs> okay. We have heard of marriage counselors. Oh, hang on. We have heard marriage counselors suggest scheduling sex, but that seems so structured. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Does that seem too structured to you? We want to hear about the young marrieds who are just going crazy in sex. And then we want to hear about the seasoned marrieds who- Who's let it go dry. Yeah. I mean, do you let it go schedule dry. your sexual time together? Your, you're making pleasure time together. Um, we had to. There, there were times, absolutely. Yeah, and it's okay. You have to make it important. Yes, it's okay. Yeah. You know, everybody wants you to think everything is flowery and wonderful, even in yeah. a sexual bed. Sometimes exactly. It's not. You have to work on that. Yeah, so. you watch sometimes, maybe you'll see something on some of these social media sites, couples, I love you, Debbie. Yeah. You, you know what? The real deal is this is a, this is work, okay? Yeah. yeah. You have to invest in this area of your, of your marriage and your relationship. So true. So with that, we've read uh, questions from the box. And uh, if you have any other questions you'd like us to cover, please put them below. And if you feel uncomfortable putting them below, you can send them to um, Corey at stephenandcorey.com. And we will go through those questions with you. And uh, for that, just remember, we in this in this environment here, in this show, we're building relationships. Yes, building relationships. Building transparency so that you guys feel comfortable. You can ask any questions. You need to get to know us, and we need to get to know you, too. Right, and if you're out there and you're looking for a mate or you're wanting to be married, what better way than to get advice from people who've been doing this thing for over 40 yeah. years? What is it that, ask your friends who are looking for a spouse, you know, uh, ask them, would you like to join in on our group here and ask questions about what you're looking for and also hear experiences of what other people have gone through when they were looking for a spouse. Exactly. Uh, so it's important to do that because we're, we're all we've got. Yes. You know, we're all we've got. The statistics on divorce is high. Very high. And if you want to have a successful marriage, you need to be around people who have successful marriages. Absolutely. So we offer that to you as well as in this community. Sure. And we're going to be uh, coming at you every week every yeah. week we're going to be coming at you and uh, we're looking forward to it so again this is our season one yeah. episode number one and if you got value from this click below all right give us your comments uh and and so uh, we're going to be signing off here so okay we'll see you back at get it together together take care